God is counting, counting with you and also with me. <laughs> Amen. So let's go. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, Paul says, Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Paul is inviting us to fight. And today you're going to discover what kind of fight you have to fight for. Have you ever seen a fighter's preparation before a big fight? Have you ever seen? Or have you ever seen any films that show people getting ready to go to war? Yeah? My son and I, we watched an old move called Hawk. No Hawk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fighter. Do you know this move? This guy in the move gets himself ready for a fight, a competition. He's there to win. Of course, in this case, it's only a move. But in real life, real fighters, they train very hard like that too. Before the competition, the fight, he wakes up around 4 a.m., he prepares himself, he starts to run around the seat, he eats well, he works out and trains a lot. Why? Because he has a goal. He has a goal. He lives for that. Before the fight, he keeps the focus. He has a goal. He keeps the focus. Nothing distracts him from his goal. He is sure he will fight and he will win. And the Bible says, fight the good fight of the faith. So today I'm here to tell you, you are a fighter. So fight. This is the message today. Fight. We're going to talk about some battles, some preparations that we have to do to make to go to a war. You are a fighter. Say with me, I am a fighter. I am a fighter. The Bible says it. And if you are afraid of the fight you are going through right now, listen to what God says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 35, verse 3 and 4. Strengthen the feeble hands. Stand the knees that give away. Say to those who fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution. He will come to save you. Amen. My role today here is to tell you, strengthen your hands. <laughs> Stand up. Be strong. Do not fear. Your God has come to save you. He will help you. You are not alone. You are a fighter. Amen? So now you know that you are a fighter. But now you have to know which battles you have to fight. You are a fighter. And now what kind of battles? I have to go through. Look what the Bible says. Galatians chapter 5 verse 17. 
The sinful nature wants to do evil, the flesh, our desires, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. First battle of your life, you have to fight against your desires. In other words, you have to fight against yourself. You have to fight against your flesh. The first enemy we have is ourselves. The first enemy we have to conquer lives inside of you. Do you know that? It's your desires. Sometimes you receive a word from God. You know what you have to do. But a voice inside of you says, come on. You are tired. <laughs> you deserve a break. You deserve to be at home or have a travel or do whatever. But it's not about that. You're a fighter, of course, but take it easy. <laughs> Don't keep the focus. Get a little bit of distractions. You don't have to go to the church. You don't have to spend time in prayer. This time only because you deserve it. Or the temptations come and a voice saying, come on, no one is looking at you right now. Do it. Only once. <laughs> Nobody is looking to you. Just do it. Nobody knows. And the Bible says there is a fight between flesh and spirit at all times. And every day you have to fight against your flesh. Many times you and I, we remember about our great enemy, devil. Yeah? But the first enemy lives inside of us, our flesh. If we say no to our flesh, to our desires, probably we will lose a lot of bad things. If we stay keeping the focus. If you stop fighting, the evil one wins. So you cannot stop fighting. Let yourself be led by the Spirit. Amen? This is the first battle against me, against you. The second battle, you have to fight against hell. Look what the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, people, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand." We are in a spiritual war. Our fight is not against people. Our fight is against hell. Probably God, he doesn't let we see what is happening in the spiritual world right now because we is going to be afraid. <laughs> yeah. But I know while I'm preaching for you, many thoughts are going to your mind right now trying to deceive you, try to confuse, 
to deny the word of God. Or in the spiritual world, angels against demons, they are fighting right now for you, for me. To understand the word of God, we live in a spiritual world. And we know Jesus said that he built his church on the rock. He's the rock. And the power of hell will not prevail. So we have to go on war against hell. We cannot just defend ourselves. You know, ah, if the enemy attack, I will defend. No. We have to attack hell. <laughs> we have to go there and say, this life belongs to Jesus. Give him back. Give her back. Give my children back. They belong to God. They belong to heaven. We don't want just to, okay, if we, the enemy attack, I'll do something. I will pray. I will fast. No, do it right now. Attack. Because the power of hell will not prevail against the church of God. Amen? Amen. So you have to fight against hell. So now you know. You are a fighter. You have to fight against your flesh. You have to fight against hell. And now I'd like to show you the weapons that are available for you to use in this war. Go with me in the book of Ephesians again, chapter 6, from verse 13 to 18. Therefore... Put on every piece of God's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground. Look now. Put on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all of this, Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Amen? When a Apostle Paul, he wrote this. He had the Romans warriors in his mind. How they dressed. How they got ready for war. And he said, first thing, put the full armor of God. You cannot fight without armor. Some people trust to their own strength. They say, I don't need help. I can do it by myself. They reject the armor of God and they fail. Armor here means protection. You cannot go to war without protection. It's like your mom when you are going out home and she said, get your blouse, it will rain. <laughs> it's the same. Protection for your life. Don't go away without the armor. Of God. God, He is our protection. He made this armor to help you in the battle against flesh and against hell. 
And with his armor, you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And the armor of God represents the defense we must take up in our spiritual lives. We must take action and put the God's armor. It can be very dangerous to forget to equip ourselves with the armor of God and allow the enemy to take control in our lives. So listen up to what you have to use in order to win this battle. Paulo said, the first, you need to dress the belt of truth. And I will call today, be honest. He's not talking about a real belt, yeah? <laughs> the belt with written truth. <laughs> not about that. He's telling to us, be honest. Walk in truth. And you have the belt for you. The belt is where the Roman soldiers stored their weapon. Without a belt, they could not carry a weapon. Look what's important. If we wear the belt of truth, we will carry the weapon close to us. And our weapon is the word of God. And the Bible says Jesus is the truth. So Paul calls us to walk in truth. In truth, like say no to lies. Be honest. Don't lie. Don't be a liar. Jesus said, John chapter 8, verse 32. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you want to be free? Walk in truth. <laughs> Walk in truth. Do not give space to lies in your life. Be honest. Some people walk in lies. And to keep the lies alive, they tell even more lies. You know what I mean? But it is like a castle of sand. One day the truth comes and the lies destroyed. So do not live with lies. Walk in truth. And when I say walk in truth, I am saying walk with Jesus. He is the truth. Amen. So let's be honest. This is the first lesson. The second that Paul said, the breast place of righteousness. It means be pure. First, be honest. Second, be pure. The breast place of a soldier was sometimes made of woven chain and used to cover the soldier's vital organs. You know, heart and this... For us Christians, the breast place represents righteousness. We have to keep our hearts pure before God. And I have seen many attacks from the devil against the church in our days. Many people are losing their purity, their innocence. I'm still working in this, in this message. Maybe the next time I will preach about that. Because I have seen many people totally lost in their minds with bad jokes, bad words. And it's normal. People watch videos, bad videos. It's normal. People laughing. Their parents allowing. But for the next time, God is still working my life first. And then I can give it to you. Amen. <laughs> But the devil is looking 
for cracks in your armor. Take care. When you are not pure, you have an armor of God. But you are, when you are not pure, you make some crack in your armor. Armor. It is, is enough to devil enter and do a mess, destroy with your life. So take care, my brother. It's an advice from God to me and for you also. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 16, For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Pure holiness. We have to pursue it and to be holy in God's presence. Amen? Take care with your cracks in your armor. Let us be pure before God. The third lesson. Shoes of peace. It means be peaceful. Be a peaceful person. Roman soldiers would have hobnails on the sole. Very much like football cleats, you know. Because they were fighting, they needed solid footing from which to move on. Unless you have solid footing to go, you can never go to war. If you don't walk in peace, sorry, you cannot go to war. <laughs> you are not available to God say, come on. You need solid footing to your foot. You have to walk in peace. Don't make enemies. Make friends, brothers, sisters to walk together. If you have something against someone, you have to fix it. If you don't, you cannot go to war. You have to be in peace to fight the good fight of the faith. In peace, you'll be able to fight the good fight and to proclaim the good news for the world. The good news that Jesus saves. Amen? This is the good news. Jesus Christ came on earth to save us. So be peaceful. Fourth lesson. Shield of faith. Be convinced. Be convinced. A Roman soldier's shield measured approximately two by four feet. And was made of wood. Covered with leather. Maybe you never heard it before. Before a war, they would soak. They got their shield, soak in the waters. On the day of the battle, soldiers would dip their arrows in oil. They light them up and shoot them and the enemy. That's why they would soak the shield in the water. To protect themselves from the flames in the arrows. These shields were vital, vital to the protection of soldiers. So they got their shield, a wood shield, put on water, you know, soaked the water, and they went to the battle. In the battle, when the arrows came, just with water, fire and water, <laughs> it's gone, okay? But if they didn't do it, they got fire. <laughs> they got fire. Just as the soldiers soaked their shields in water, 
I invite you now to enter in God's river and let him fill you up with the Holy Spirit. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll be able to fight the good fight and be convinced that you conquer the battle against the enemy. Be convinced that you have the Holy Spirit and you'll be able to conquer the battle. Amen? Get your life, get your body, your soul, and soak. Put on the water of God today. <laughs> and let there all lies, all sin, sins, all bad behavior, all things that destroy our relationship with God. And come to be honest, to be pure in God's presence, to be peaceful. Amen? To walk in peace. Come to the holy presence of God. The fifth lesson, the helmet of salvation. It means have a renewed mind. Soldiers would wear a helmet to protect their heads. Because if their head was wounded, he couldn't think straight anymore. Every believer needs to have a mind of Christ under the control of Almighty God. When a person is first saved, they have their mind set right for the first time. And the most important thing you should have at all times is an assurance of your salvation. Like you know, I'm saved by Jesus Christ. If you are not saved, if you have no disassurance in your heart, then you cannot win the battle. Sorry. And how are your thoughts today? How are your thoughts? You have to cleanse your mind. You have to renew your mind through Christ. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. After that, You'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So protect your mind. Sometimes you have a, a battlefield inside of your mind, isn't it? <laughs> you want to do something, but another voice comes and says, don't do it. <laughs> and you start fight inside of you. <laughs> uh, probably when you see a man <laughs> look to nothing... <laughs> You think about that, something, what I have to do, what I have to, to go through. This way, that way, I don't know. I need God's strength. I, get, I need God's knowledge. A battlefield inside of your mind. So let's renew your mind, your God, in, in God. Protect your mind and you'll be able to think straight. To remember that Jesus saved you. And now you are a child of God. Amen. So renew your mind. And sixth. The last one. The sword of the spirit. It means obey the word of God. We have the best weapon in the world. Nations like United States. Russia. China, they try to have good weapons. They are great. 
in case of war breaking out, but they miss out on the best one, the Word of God. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, chapter 10, verse 4, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captivity, every thought, to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Obey the word of God. And we will demolish strongholds in our lives. Amen? The word of God. Read the Bible. Study the Bible. Meditate in the Bible. <laughs> the Bible is a different book. You, 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 don't, you don't need to just read once. You have to read every day. Get one verse in the Bible. Only one. Study it. Go to know more about that. And I'm sure that God will come and speak to you. Amen. Obey the word of God. So now, now, my brother and sister, you know, you are a fighter. You have enemies to fight against your flesh and hell. You know the armor of God is available for you. Which means you can use the belt of truth, walking truth. You have the breastplate of righteousness. You have shoes of peace. Shield of faith, sword of God. So now I invite you to go to war. Go to war. We are making here a preparation <laughs> before the war. Amen? In a few minutes, we will fight <laughs> against hell, against our flesh. We will declare the word of God. And we declare that against church, hell will not prevail because we are the church of God. So I invite you to fight for your faith. Fight for your faith. Fight for the faith you received in the past. Don't let the enemy take out your faith. Who were you in the past? What did you do in the past for God, for God's kingdom? And I'm asking you, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Just compare. Put in a balance, in a balance. Just to know, who are you in the past? Your faith was strong. What about now? What are you doing? Don't live for the past. Like, oh, in the past I did it. I made it. <laughs> uh, God used me to heal. Oh, good days. No. <laughs> Fight for your faith. God has more for you. More for, from God comes for your life. Fight for your faith. Don't let cracks in your armor. Don't let empty space inside of your heart. Make you war for your faith. Pray. Be in God's presence. Be strong in your faith. 
Be strong against doubts in your mind. Be strong against the spirit of unbelief. We are living the, the, the last days. And you know the Bible says the spirit of unbelief, he's free. He's here. He's trying to get captive our mind. So say no to the spirit of unbelief, to the attacks from the enemy. Say no. Fight for your faith. Amen? Another fight. Fight for your family. Where are your family? Where is your family? Fight for them. Your relatives, your parents, your brothers and sisters, your wives, your husbands. Fight for their faiths. You are the priest of your home. Bring them close to God. This is our role. Call them to fight the good fight for their faith. Don't give up of them. Don't give up. Go to war and say it as Joshua, he said in the past. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Make war, my brother and sister. Make war. Make war for your children. Make war until you see them bowing down before God. Amen? Another fight. Fight for the kingdom of God. Fight for your church. You are here because God brought you here. We have many nations here. God brought, God got you from there and bring here. So fight for your church. Fight for, fight for every project that we have here. Every ministry. Fight for your leaders in prayer. Fight for your brothers and sisters. Help them. Be with them. Fight for your skills, your abilities, your gifts. What are you doing with the gifts that, gift that God gave to you here in the church? We have only a few workers here. We need you. You that is, is in the bench right now. I'm telling you as a pastor of the church, we need you. <laughs> we need more people here playing songs. We need more people here to preach the gospel. We need more people with Misa there in the, the kids' ministry. We need more people in the youth we need more people for adults <laughs> in the prayer meetings. We need you. Fight for it. And I tell you, if you do the same thing that you were doing before, it's not worthy. It's not going to change anything. You have to change your life. You have to fight and transform your life. Fight for the kingdom of God here in Mona. Amen? Until we see many Irish people, many people from every nation here praising God, worshiping God, declare, I was a sinner. I was a blind man, a blind one, but God saved me. Now I belong to Jesus Christ. We can see it in the future if you fight. <laughs> if you fight for the kingdom of God. I read again Isaiah chapter 35 for you. The Bible says, Strengthen the feeble hands. Stead the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution, He will come to save you. Amen? You are a fighter. You have a battle to fight against your desires and against hell. 
So come to the war. As Jesus said, watch and pray. At all times, watch and pray. We will fight our battle through prayers, and we will conquer it. Amen? So now I invite you to make war by prayer. <laughs> Remember, we had a preparation here, yeah? You are in the, in the, the field of war, war right now. I'm inviting you as a soldier of Jesus Christ to make war against your desires, against hell. You're going to fight right now for your faith. You're going to fight for your family. You're going to fight for the kingdom of God and whatever God puts in your heart right now. Amen? We have a song. We sang it before. Haniel will help me to put there. I'd like to invite you to stand up, please, in God's presence. It's a preparation, amen? We're going to fight. <laughs> fight by prayers. Don't give up. Oh, Pastor Paul, but I tried before. <laughs> this stuff of Jesus and Bible is not for me. Let me alone. No. Leave me alone. No. <laughs> I will fight for your life. I'm assurance that this church loves you. <laughs> and we will fight until you see your life totally change. Until you bow down your knees before God and declare that He is the Lord of your life. Amen? Can you sing with me? This is how I fight my battles. 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 This is how I fight. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Declare. This is how I fight my battles. 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 This is how I fight my battles by prayer. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Hallelujah, Lord. Now you have a time to make a war by prayers. 
while I'm playing this guitar, you can lift up your voice, raise your voice, and start to fight by prayers. Fight for your faith. Declare in a loud voice that you belong to God. Fight for your family, for your kids, for your marriage. Fight for the kingdom of God. This is your time. This is your battle. Ask it to the Lord, please, Lord. Help him to dress the belt of truth. Help me to say no to the lies. Help us to walk in honest before people, before you. Put the breast place of righteousness. Help us to, to be pure in your presence. Because the Bible says, who can climb up the mountain of the Lord? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts will be able to go there. Help us, Lord. Help us to have the shoes of peace. To spread the good news. To walk in peace. To have friends, brothers, sisters, Lord. Help us to have the shield of faith and use it in the war. To soak it in the water. The water of the river of Jesus. To our protection, Father. Help us to use the shield of faith. Help us to have the sword of God to obey your word. To build our lives upon your word, Father. In Jesus' name, help us to fight for our faith. No more laziness. No more sleepness. Wake up our faith. Wake up our soul to please you, Lord. Give us a mind totally renewed in you, Lord. The helmet of salvation. All bad thoughts get out in Jesus' name. Help us, Father, to fight for our family. We will book every demon against our house, against our children, against our marriage. We want to see every one of our parents, family here worshiping you, Lord. Open heavens, bring your angels to fight for us. We rebuke every power of the evil. In Jesus' name, get out from our houses, for our homes. Get out of our church, our ministry. In Jesus' name, we declare that our family belongs to you. Our kids belong to you, Lord. Our youth belongs to you. Jesus' name, Lord. We fight for the kingdom of God. Open the eyes to the blind here in this town, Father. Bring the lost people. Bring the sheep that we have here. Bring them. May they can listen to your voice. Our pastor. Our shepherd. Set them free in Jesus' name. Set them free, Lord. Every person here today. 
I make war right now with my brothers and sisters. And we rebuke every spirit of evil among us. In Jesus' name, get out. In Jesus' name, every depression, every sickness, every spirit of unbelief, I rebuke now in Jesus' mighty name. Come with your power. Conquer this battle, Lord. The battle belongs to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. This is how I fight my battles. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Father, we give our lives totally to you. We give you praise to your name. And we believe that you set us free today, Father. We are free. No more slaves. No more slaves of sin. No more slaves of hell. No more slaves of our own flesh. But now we are child of God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, Father. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine His face upon you and give you peace in a blessed week. In Jesus' name. And fight. Keep going. Keep fighting for your family, for your faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, Jesus. Amen, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Father.